Today is Monday, May 29th. The title for our devotional is Ceremonies. On this being Memorial Day and our service yesterday largely being child dedication ceremonies, I've been thinking a good bit about the importance of memorials and ceremonies as community practices and individual practices. The cultural trends of individualism, loss of institutional authority, consumerism, etc., it seems to me, have contributed to the loss of value in our ceremonies. Weddings have become less formal and infrequently performed by ministers of the gospel in a church. Memorial Day and Labor Day mark the beginning and end of summer more than their original meanings. We have no widespread coming-of-age ceremonies. The funeral has taken on different forms, and we often don't know how to act in these settings. Christmas and Easter have become so commercialized and busy that it's easy to miss the meaning altogether. All in all, the influence of these cultural ceremonies seems to be waning, and I'm not so sure that that's a good thing. To be clear, I'm a huge fan of reducing the pomp of our ceremonies to emphasize more the core meaning. However, we must be careful that we don't lose the meaning along with the pomp and formalities. Also, I'm admittedly not very good at celebrating ceremonies, so this is me preaching to myself. In scripture, we see the significance of cultural ceremonies. The Old Testament dictates the celebration of no less than 10 ceremonies for the people of Israel. At the institution of the Passover, we read in Exodus 12, 14, This day shall be for you a memorial day, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations as a statute forever, you shall keep it as a feast. Second Chronicles 7 documents the ceremony for the dedication of the temple. We also see memorials often built upon significant locations. In Genesis 28, we read of Jacob's dream of the stairway to heaven. In this dream, God reiterated his covenant to Abraham, promised to give Jacob's descendants the land he was resting on, and confirmed his presence with Jacob. In response, Jacob built a monument. Genesis 28, 18-22, we read, So early in the morning, Jacob took the stone that he had put his head under and set up a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called the name of that place Bethel, but the name of the city was Luz at first. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in his way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then the Lord shall be my God. And this stone which I have set up for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I give a full tenth to you. In the New Testament, we see the ceremonies of baptism and the Lord's Supper instituted by Jesus. In all, these ceremonies are set up to mark defining moments and to remind us and future generations of the importance of these defining moments. First, that means we must have defining moments. Like Passover, the people being delivered from slavery, and Jacob's dream, God reaffirming his covenant promise to Jacob that he had made to his grandfather. We all have defining moments in our lives that dictate the direction of our future. In baptism, we're declaring the new life that we have in Christ. We're saying that our life is now hidden in Christ. We are his, and we are committing to following him wherever he leads. Similarly, child dedication is a declaration that we are committed to raising a child to know Jesus as best we can. Marriage is a huge life change, so we mark it with a massive ceremony. So we must have these defining moments where we decide one direction or another where we're going to go with our life, or significant events that sort of dictate what direction we're going with our life. Second, we must remember these defining moments. Like we must remember our wedding vows by having regular date nights and anniversaries, we must remember and celebrate these defining moments so that we don't forget them. As humans, we are forgetful, some of us more than others. I put myself in that category, I tend to be very forgetful. 
Therefore, we must remember these defining moments through regular memorials, lest we forget the meaning of those life-altering, defining moments. For reflection time today, simply reflect on your value and perception of memorials and ceremonies. Have you devalued them in a way that has led you to devalue their original purpose and meaning? Take some time and just consider how you can value the good memorials and ceremonies in your faith, uh, in your individual life, and in your culture. In your faith, I'm thinking of ceremonies like Christmas, like Easter, uh, like baptism, the Lord's Supper. In your life, I'm thinking of simple ceremonies like uh, birthdays and celebrations, graduation parties, etc. And maybe even wedding ceremonies and anniversaries. In our culture, think of things like Memorial Day. Today, how can we value the meaning of Memorial Day? Think of things like Labor Day coming up soon, Um, Independence Day on July 4th. All of these memorials and ceremonies are important. How can we value them in the original meaning 